This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. As you can see by me doing the intro today, we are without Conrad. He has passed away. You slapped him silly. <laughs> slapped him silly. Very convenient that he's not here. Uh, expected. Expected is where... Also very convenient that I am here. Well, <laughs> half your head anyway. Yeah. How did you fuck your frame up already? Because <laughs> this is all I care about. This is it. This is all you need to see. That? that's not even in frame i, I mean like oh. you're such a goddamn boomer <laughs> we may as well get chico about? on here that is perfectly in frame it, that's, it not literally, per- that's not in frame bro it literally that's not is perfectly not. in frame now it that's is di- <laughs> that's directly in frame you were you were like completely sliding off the right side for for quite some time there um yeah hey, it, so were the it, Steelers. It was, yeah <laughs> Psyops will say that uh, you just want him to keep putting the Steelers logo up there. It was it was, a, it was an ugly win. You need a lower third. Um, I, yeah, it was, but you won. But most of most it. of I feel like most Steelers wins are between it's like one score games, and there's always some fuck shit going on. But then somehow like you find a way to win. Well, this is why and I your told, defense scores more than your offense. This is why. Okay, <laughs> this isn't that common, but this is why I told Conrad <laughs> not to fuck around with these games. These division games are always three-point games it's it's very clear also it's a trap game what idiot would ever bet the browns honestly like i mean you know as sure as water is wet and the sky is blue the steelers are going to win at home versus the fucking browns i don't care right. if we're in a rebuilding year Monday night. yeah like why that is, that is a great callback by the way i know what movie this is okay good it's with um Bruce it's Willis. a football movie. Well, it's not yeah, a football movie, but there's a football the scene. Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's so good. <laughs> man, there's a, so a scene from that movie that I don't want to reference. I think I actually watched that movie uh, for the first time at your house, Lamana. I think so. I love that movie. It was a great what movie. What movie is this? The, the Last Boy Scout. Sky is blue and Satan Claus. He's out there, guys. Wait a minute. <laughs> Context of movie, please. Um, yeah. It's an action thriller with Bruce Willis as the lead. I honestly don't even remember much of the plot line. Damon, Damon Wayans is Damon in it. Wayans Damon was Wayans in is it. like an ex-football player that got, got kicked out of the league for like gambling. Yeah. And, um, and they were like, yeah, and they were trying to bribe the, the owner of a football team was trying to bribe uh, the senator for you know uh, oh man the casting sports betting illegal the the man they casted for for the owner was perfect too he's just this like really big fat white southern guy (laughs) that you would expect it comes from oil money it sounds like the movie that adam sandler plays the quarterback no that's the longest yard that was a very old movie originally with burt reynolds as the lead it sounds like the same it's, kind of movie where they, there's a football player that got kicked out of the league for okay. gambling and then goes to prison. Sure. The, it wasn't. In, and then there's somebody trying to bribe them. It didn't take place in prison. The Longest Yard all took place in prison. Besides the taking place in prison okay. part, it sounds pretty close. There, True, there false. Might, there might be some parallels, but right. <laughs> it's a very different movie. People got killed in yeah. this movie. Uh, one of the running backs ran down the field and just shot 
Everybody who tried to tackle him along the way. Somebody he shoots himself in the, in yeah, the end zone, right? Kills yeah. himself in the end zone. Somebody uh, dies in the longest yard. Oh, uh, yeah. The, was the Crypt Keeper or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Parallels um, continue. I only remember two. I only remember two scenes from the entire movie, The Last Boy Scout. It was it was the the gun scene on the field where he runs down, and then the scene where I can't even remember if it was Bruce Willis or Damon Wayans. I think it was Bruce Willis. Uh, walk up on the guy like attempting to drown the girl. <laughs> I won't say the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the hot tub, right? Yeah, the yeah. hot tub. Yeah, but but he got fucked up on that one. Um. Okay. Well. <laughs> If if you've seen the movie, you know the you know the reference. If you haven't, well, there's a little Easter egg for you to go look at. I'll go find it. Um, but it's it's not it's not podcast appropriate. It does feel like the Steelers rarely win by two scores. Yeah, they don't. They they, they just, just don't they just don't have it in them. Well, they had a dominant offense for like five years with the the Le'Veon Bell, uh, Ben, AB era. Yeah, the issue was the that the fucking Patriots existed. Like Tom, Steelers, Brady, like Tom Brady existed. Yeah, the Steelers were just uh, the Chiefs during a time where the Patriots were still the Patriots, and that was a big fucking issue. Right, where the Chiefs were just kind of the Chiefs. They were uh, Alex Smith Chiefs. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs were were not great back then. But my point was is that they ran a similar style offense as the Chiefs do now, and they had tougher competition in the Patriots where the Chiefs are kind of running uh, rough shot over the league. The Bills are like the the next tier down, I guess. Anyway, enough celebrating Steeler football, man. As much as I would love to, well, it just uh, they feels didn't like, look good. It feels like there should be somebody in that in that shot over there. I mean, I don't care if he's not here. I was actually going to take time, it easy on him. Is it time to move on to celebrating my win over you in fantasy football? No, uh, I gave that to you, man. I, I punted it off. I gave it to you. I forgot to set you my lineup on shit. Thursday. If I just set my no, lineup on Thursday, so, you lose. Why do you? No, how? No, you can't I just give Not him the win. Manager, if you're a good manager, then you just put Joshua Kelly in because he was the obvious uh, start over Gainwell, and you still would have lost because he only got three points. I I would not have started Kelly. Well, then, then you're would, a bad manager. I would have started. Clear uh, start. Right. So no, you're, I, yeah, you you might have beat me, but you're a bad manager. So it, it's okay. either way. Well, you're a bad manager for not starting your. Uh, you know, setting your lineup correctly anyway, so. Okay, well. Uh, that's why you lost. I would have just started the Ravens. It's like, you know, back. hey, if I would have just started all all of my, all the people I was supposed to start and the one that had the most points, I'd win every every year too. I wish I would have just swapped out Warren <laughs> yesterday just to fuck you. Just put Warren in for Najee <laughs> and then just watch you, you sit here and Yeah, and you're round three ache. pick doing real great so yeah. far. Honestly, maybe you, you should start doing that because it, it's pretty clear that Warren is the better back. So. It's funny that everybody says that. Like, his stats just <laughs> don't even better. come. I mean, in it, what regard? It's not about stats. It's about, it's about uh, you know, it, it's about um, uh, the way he looks on the field. <laughs> he just looks like the better back. Six carries for 20 yards does not equal a good back. I, I had this conversation yesterday. Okay, it's a very small sample size. It's very rare that a team can win because of somebody on defense, but you guys can do it. TJ Watts too. Good. I don't think that's rare. It I think is. I think there are a lot of instances in the NFL where defenses win championships. Defenses do, but people on defenses. Sure, but like playmakers on defense. That's going to be the case whenever you're dealing with a top tier defense. Eh, like Jets, good defense, you, but no one from the defense itself can win. TJ Watt can just win. Ravens two thousand. Okay, it's okay. So twenty three years ago. No, I'll point out every defense that has led the team to a championship and you will find a playmaker. 
Okay, go. Ravens 2000. Okay. Steelers 2010. Okay. Can you find playmakers on these? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so out of all of out of two decades, you found very good defenses that had more than one playmaker. Landon, I thought about it for three seconds. Look okay, how keep going. Bored, Melissa is. <laughs> That's what happens during football talk. Really, like, just a fun Hi, argument Melissa. to listen to. Hi, how are you? I mean, I'm good. I guess what I was listening to on the way here. I Taylor Swift came on. It's oh, okay. a vintage Taylor Swift. What what qualifies as vintage? Back to December. I don't know that song. Oh Back yeah, that's that song. Uh, speak right? now. Yeah, yeah. Speak mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I think anything mm-hmm. before 1989 is vintage. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Our resident. Like, I think any, anything red, I would know is vintage because I was in middle yeah. school. Like teardrops on yeah, my red, guitar. Nah, that is uh, that's some old. That, that's like on her. Was she originally album, country? Pop country. She what? But it was so. The <laughs> sphere was so pop then. Her? As I'm here as your resident pop music uh, Mm -hmm. historian, the sphere of pop music was so pop. It was Katy Perry and Kesha. But they weren't like, they were actual pop. Yeah, but she came in and it was like, oh, she's country because she seems so country compared to everything that was out. Because I can't think of a country Mm -hmm. song that she sings. Her first, her first. Like Romeo and Juliet. What what is Back to December? Give me me a couple Back to December is pretty, uh, it's like, G- give us give us a line or two. Uh, you're putting me on the spot. I can't do it. <laughs> Let's go. Tortoise can do it. <laughs> give, give us a few um, lyrics, Lamanna. <laughs> What's he rocking? He's rocking. He's rocking. And I go back to December every time. No. See, that's pretty country, yeah. though. You can tell. Maybe, yeah, I guess that he had a little speak twang. Now, speak now, she's starting to turn a little bit. Like, I mean, like, Fearless is pretty country, the whole album. Um, uh, the Fearless is a pretty country the, song. Her feels like uh, her yeah. Uh, Tim McGraw, that's a pretty country song. <laughs> Tim McGraw, I don't know that one. Uh, you're you're way way in your bag here, man. He's he's uh, our resident know. expert. I get it. Get become an expert in something else. This is fucking creepy. <laughs> Tim, Tim McGraw was one of her like, is, first oh big songs. <laughs> he's gonna be fine. She wants to play. <laughs> All right, Melissa, you haven't been here in a while. Let's catch you up on a few things. So, uh, resident uh, podcast watcher Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Wrote a check his ass can't cash, which seems to be the theme on this pod as of what late. What does that mean? Well, last Friday, uh, he gave us a $5 super chat and he said, lock of the week. Uh-oh. <laughs> the Lions win by four and a half. If that doesn't happen, I'll dress up like Landon for the WSOP main event. That means the towel, right? That does mean the towel, Melissa. Yeah. So we have a preview of Snoop Dogg <laughs> and his attire for the WSOP main event next year. Just rocking it. I was wearing shorts then, too, oh, you've so you're lucky. you've had some gains since then. Oh. What were we showing exactly? I think the gains were all in his head. What's going on here? They were that's not Landon. Games. That's Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I know it is. But it's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if that was clear. I know the head is <laughs> okay. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. That's cool. I'm just trying to get you caught up on all the news and notes. Thank uh, you. That's. I don't know what I would have done if right. I didn't know yeah, that. Okay. So now, you, now you know where <laughs> you know Snoop Dogg's going to be. You know what I learned this week? What? Nobody knows shit about betting sports, and they think a lock. They don't know what a lock means. That this is oh, true. Wait, I actually got a DM. Um, I got a really enticing offer to learn about sports betting. So you guys better watch out. This guy said, if you're really interested in football and how to bet, I can show a thing or two. I just learned it and hit a parlay the other day. Wow. 
Sounds like the thing or <laughs> so, two he plans to show you. You guys are in trouble when uh -huh. I learn from this guy. Um, <laughs> is his name Greg? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something tells me he might not know too much. Oh, I thought maybe, maybe, maybe Coke can. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, uh, he, he might have a thing or two to show, though. Um, I mean, the, I went to two pirate games. This, I went to two pirate games while I was home. I bet them both times. They won both times. And I also bet the Steelers last night. So I'm also an expert. I, I would qualify you over Conrad, which, by the way, the internet has taken note of Conrad's picks. So uh, to catch you up a little further, we made some picks on Friday. Conrad was real against the grain, didn't like anything that any of us had to say. And the right. internet took notice. A tweet came out and said, if you faded Conrad Simpson in the Super Contest or Circa Millions, which we unfortunately didn't, we let him pick the Browns. So we went 3-1-1 instead of 4-0-1. Uh, right. He said, if you faded Conrad Simpson in the Super Contest or Circa Millions, you are now in first place as a 10-0 contestant. Wow. We are not 10-0. <laughs> See, that's crazy. That's what I was saying. You should just let him keep going and then just pick the opposite. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. I don't, I, it's I on don't the internet, have... Landon. Okay. <laughs> it's on How the internet, so it must be true. Which account is this? <laughs> Wait, what? Who, who approved uh, the Browns pick? I don't understand. I, I did out of spite. I wanted to. Yeah, I told you so. Yeah, I'm a cut my nose off to spite uh, my face kind of guy. Mm, uh, you like so, spite more than money. I understand. Well, first of all, you're in the chat. You could have chimed in at any time. But the backstory nah, is, we made picks on Friday, <laughs> and our picks were all very wrong uh, compared to the unabated model. So I came into the chat and I said, "Look, we got to change our picks." We literally chose five games that are all negative edge. And no, Con we didn't. Yeah. Sorry, we chose four games and one push. <laughs> what did Conrad goes, say about say say about the Steelers Browns game? It was a flip. Um, yeah, it was a flip. But uh, Conrad goes, "Fuck the algorithm! It doesn't know anything this early in the year." Algorithm like dolphins. Yeah. And I go, "What do you know, Conrad?" Right. Right. <laughs> he goes, he, right. "Oh no, Conrad no, sorry." He goes, "Unabated algorithm." Right. So specifically, he goes, "It didn't watch the first two weeks." <laughs> it right. didn't watch. <laughs> if the algorithm had eyes, it would pick differently. I'm like, it gets the same fucking stats that everybody it's, else does. Yeah, stats I'm don't sure, mean anything. I'm sure. I'm sure it didn't take into no. account the first two weeks at all. Right. Yeah. No. If we so, learned two things, stats mean, don't what, matter. What does he mean the first two weeks? There's only been one week before prior to this. Whatever. Week. First week. Whatever. Uh, yeah. That tweet I put up actually was if you faded Colin Cowherd's pick. Was that your Twitter? No, it um, was. It was. It was a. Uh, it was an account on Twitter, on X, have you if you will. Covered the MGM thing at all? No, not yet. What we... the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so Why do you say that? Uh, because it's like huge news. I mean, it's so interesting. I think the 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 properties are paralyzed. Totally They're losing paralyzed. like eight to eleven million a day. Yeah, and it was a thirty million ransom, which Caesars gladly paid because their insurance covered it. Yeah, seems like and MGM didn't cover Caesar, it. No, it did. They just they they're trying to. They're they trying won't to be held hostage. Smart. They won't be held yeah. hostage. But yeah. I think underlying. Oh, there it is. Four point uh, uh, misleading information, misinformation. Uh, it was actually four to eight. Four to eight million a day, but this yeah. has been going on now for almost two weeks. Yeah. And, and then it, doesn't it made me seem look be... at their stock because I was like, what's going on with right. the stock? And it, it is down. I thought it would be down more. Then I look back at like 2008 and it was literally goes, went from 100 to $1.81. Wow. Can you believe that? There's like a huge spike down. I mean, I was like, I, damn, I, what happened then? It's like, obviously the stock market crashed, but I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this stuff because like some of some other things happen where there's like dilutions 
uh, so they get split and stuff, but yeah, that wasn't yeah. a split. It was actually a crash. Oh, okay. Um, and I know like Caesars, same thing. Like they've been bankrupt for, for years, but you know, seems to just be making money hand over fist. I, yeah. I don't know how the whole the infrastructure they, works. Yeah. I think they just make so much off of the floor. Right. That it's like, well, yeah, it's, they, it's, like nothing matters. Like, you build a casino, you're guaranteed to make money. Let's build a casino. Um, Everyone chat. Let's build a casino. <laughs> but the, the properties have been paralyzed. Like you can't order from a lot of places. I guess Bellagio uh, has been having difficulty getting food mm-hmm. um, brought into the restaurants and stuff. Obviously, the comp system is completely down. Yeah. The, well, the because they're having trouble paying the vendors. Right. Because, like, all their systems are down. Yeah, which, by the way, uh, little little uh, parking alpha tip for the day. Valet is now free at MGM Properties. Oh, valet is free. Well, because they can't, have they can't swipe anything. Wow. I gave them my card the first day. They're like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm like, very, very good point. Here's my <laughs> ticket. <laughs> you think they just moved to, like, a cash system? Uh, well, no, because I don't pay. Like, what, you know what I mean? How would they decide if you're well, supposed you to pay or not? Show the card right, and then you if your card, card is low, you show them your you card and your card is, is the, the right tier, they don't charge you. If you don't have that card, you pay. Yeah, I guess it's, it's less full. It's like, like old times. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, people are going to get through, but they do that anyways when they put someone else's card. Yeah, but I think that there was, I think the big thing with, making parking paid was that it was cashless um because if you just let the valet do it that's all off the record and it goes right in their pockets i think there's a lot of pockets getting bro if they were charging listen all right if they did what lamana just suggested the mgm would make exactly zero (laughs) dollars and valets would just absolutely (laughs) 1000x the bottom line valet attendance would be uh you know they'd be be doing good instead of of one to five dollars per person they would now be making 30 to 50 (laughs) dollars per person that comes through honestly i would i would when it comes to parking i'd I'd rather give i'd rather all that money go to the uh the valet attendant than the actual casino Wait a minute. Are Caes- is Caesars losing money per day, or are they losing MGM. money based? MGM. MGM. Sorry, it's MGM because yeah, Caesars per day. paid. Are they losing per day in relation to what they could be making, or just Correct. net negative? Uh, I think compared to what they could be making. Ah, yeah. oh, so they're not choosing the highest CV option. Well, not even close. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> no, not even. But they. Well, here. The, so there's some other factors in play. It might be a precedent thing, though. Like, I think they don't want to be like, oh, there's going to be another group that. I comes think it's in. partly that, right. but I also think right. that more specifically, the FBI is involved. Yeah, they. I, yeah. I read somewhere that they definitely are. Yeah. So I think like once once the federal government gets involved, like they may bail them out, they may not. Who knows? But my, I would imagine they're <laughs> not allowed to negotiate with terrorists at this point. I was yeah. going to say we do not negotiate with terrorists. So. Um, low key though. <laughs> thank, you thank, you, Brian. thank you, Brian. <laughs> this has been your manager for MGM Properties, Brian Lamana. <laughs> low key though, I think uh, Venetian is... also does not negotiate with terrorists. So <laughs> yeah, for the record, <laughs> <laughs> there's certainly nothing they can hack. But uh, I think <laughs> we have nothing to offer. <laughs> I, I think you guys can have pre-flop ranges. I think that I think the Venetian has also been under attack, and they've been keeping it under wraps. Really. Yeah, is that, I mean, is that fake news or is it real? Well, uh, it's it's a little speculation for me, but I I've seen it speculated upon by a lot of other uh bigger accounts. Uh-huh. So it was first reported I think on Thursday or Friday last week that all their slots 
same same symptoms. I saw that, and then there was a bunch of comments, and people were like, "No, I'm here, and it's fine." Yeah. Maybe so Vene bots, well, Venetia made <laughs> it's psyops. Venetia made a statement saying that it was just routine maintenance at like you know 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. on a Friday, right? Which doesn't really align with with logic. Um, and I think that they, if they are under cyber attack, they're probably being a lot more hush about it. Uh, for the mm -hmm. same reasons, I imagine that they're trying to get to the bottom of this. They do not speak about negotiating with terrorists. Correct. That, that is correct. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's caused a lot of problems. There have been lines out the door for people to check in. Uh, I saw something this morning about a lot of MGM um, patrons had weird charges to their account. Like yeah, someone had like a six thousand dollar one. Yeah, they. I saw some were from like a Chinese vendor or something along those lines. Uh, I saw people getting Excalibur charges for like, it was like 50 bucks or something. Oh, really? Yeah. If they had stayed at Excalibur. Oh, at like any ever. Point, yeah. Oh, like wow, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and then like, they're saying to change, change your passwords associated with MGM and everything. Let me right. ask you something. If, if you're this hacker group and you're trying to get money out of the MGM, how do you actually collect this money without getting caught? Uh, Bitcoin. Crypto. Yeah. But there, there still has to be a way to trace that, right? No. 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 If it's just all Bitcoin, it they just... laundry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah do you, you do just you do your laundry. You just send it to one account and <laughs> then that clothes. splinters off into, you know, well, thousands like, of accounts. I don't know if they still have them or got shut down, but they have like a thing you just like put tumble. it in and it Oh yeah, like a tumbler. Washes it and it Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> the, the idea, yeah. Uh, the idea is to it. like not get it get caught. Yeah. yeah there's, there's good the people that made Bitcoin probably have a good idea of ways to not get found that you have it. Yeah. They're well, not just Bitcoin, but like even more or even better than Bitcoin, I think would be like USDC. Yeah, uh, USDT, something like that. The technology coins, You're right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some sort of Bitcoin crypto. latinum. Uh, uh, yes, <laughs> Bitcoin latinum. You can get a lot of Bitcoin <laughs> the latinum. The entire for, uh, supply 30, yeah. of Bitcoin latinum. <laughs> they, they just, yeah, they just bought out uh, Cum Solana. <laughs> yeah, Solana Cum. <laughs> we Shout still, out. yeah, we still need Buy our money Solana on that. <laughs> yeah. God. Well, our kids are gonna look back <laughs> at this time Solana and Cup. they're gonna be like oh my god they look back you were like, all such idiots mm, ice cream's so good or it's gonna be like so crazy that they're gonna be like you guys were lame like you weren't yeah. doing enough yeah yeah this could be the start it could be an avalanche um before we move on there's one more piece of uh information i need to catch you up on melissa so uh conrad <laughs> oh. He's oh, not here, so, so he, he's not here. So we're gonna we're gonna embody him fully. Okay. Uh, Conrad made the mistake of letting his emotions get in the way and make a wager that he's gonna greatly regret. This is gonna be very awkward, by the way. Why? If if one of you actually has to like slap one another, oh. it's just gonna be so weird. No, Someone's so getting good. fucking nah, I don't slapped. Think that's awkward. <laughs> that's gonna be Someone's so getting fucking slapped. Like, I think guapo. there's so much pent up uh, stuff that's, that I it really that's could what's gonna make it so brutal. Oh. I think it could really be cathartic for so some. so conrad bet me on the steelers over under if the steelers win nine games i or more i get to slap him how many do they play they, they play 17. Okay. 17. They need, oh, that's they need nine and eight uh, well right. a li little a little uh history they haven't had a losing <laughs> season they haven't had a losing season in 17 years so i thought they stunk <laughs> By our standards. That sounds great to me. It's they fantastic. They haven't had this bad of a team probably in 17 I thought years. they were bad. They stink the in relation. The way you guys talk about it is like they are the worst they team stink. ever. We have very high standards. Okay. So they sound like they're pretty Listen, good. But, but what's watching, like a good... After watching... 
Is that good oh, number sorry. or what's good? What's a good number? Like 10 so, and 7, 11 and 6 would be really oh. good playoff teams. Yeah. Okay. They flirt with the playoffs every year. They're like a B plus tier mm-hmm. team. Okay. They're not an A tier. They're not sure. the best in the, in the league, but they have hope and they have heart. Yeah. This year, anyway, they're an A plus franchise. They but... need... Mark, <laughs> sure. you're going to need them to win the games that they're supposed to win. Yeah, and if they lose it. any of those, if they lose any of those, you're going to, it's going to be real close. At least you didn't do a so taser. They got to win this week. Oh, against, this is going to be um, worse. Yeah. So, so we got Saint, we got uh, Las Vegas this week. Um, Ginzers are uh, coming to coming to Vegas, baby. We are we're already here, baby. the city. So my question we're to you, Melissa, here, but... I, I don't know what he's babbling on about. <laughs> he's like, <turning laughs> like yeah, they Don play Vito. the fucking Raiders. Shut up. <laughs> he's, he's still rocking. He's still thinking about Taylor Swift. He's living in a rocking chair. Yeah, I am. We we get it. Just out here hanging out. He's vibing. Grandpa Thor. This is very important. Okay. Nicey light. I, I, I have 16 weeks to train up, and I need to know what technique for the slab, slab? do you do you think is is the best approach here? Go backhand. Oh, oh that's backhand's more that's disrespectful, a, but less powerful. I'm, I'm I only have experience with the backhand, so I don't know. I'm a big proponent of the Rick James uh, school of of slapping. What's that? With the five finger slate to the face, slap. Mm. You never saw the. Uh, I think whatever you do, you gotta. Wind, <laughs> you can't do that. You, you gotta wind up with your hips, right? Oh, you gotta. You gotta pivot with torque. your hips. Maybe have one foot. I've been. In front I've of been the watching other. some slap boxing. The or maybe it's not called slap, slap fighting. fighting yeah, slap fighting, where, you, where slap you, just, fight. you just weigh and measure him. Yeah, but then sometimes they just like hit their ear, and I think you could yeah. like die or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Can't I want to die from. You don't do that on camera. I want to get. <laughs> I want to get the type of slap in. First of all, I'm going to chalk my hand because I really want it to, yeah. you know, show what You'd I've have done. Have to make sure your aim is. Good. Are you going to get Will Smith? To, you going to get Will you, Smith to train If you go to their neck or something or their ear, it's like so lame. Yeah, like, you have to hit. What I really want to get across because this has to be filmed, of course, but I want to get the ultra slow mo where you can see the hand connect to the face and like all of the meat kind of start to ripple and the and the like and the lips get like a um mannequin that is more like a realistic human mannequin. good idea yes that has like uh silicone yeah like a ballistic gel yeah exactly yes i love this idea in the garage all you hear from now on instead of like screaming and grunting (laughs) is just slaps screaming and slapping (laughs) maybe i can build up to actually like slapping a wooden tree or something like you know just to until it like the head falls off Can you like even, a, even entertain the possibility of you being the one getting slapped? No. I mean, no, not at all. What is there to entertain? <laughs> yeah, like that's not how the world works. Well, it might, but like at that point, unlucky. Whatever. I'll just get to know, take it. Grin and bear it. It's like you'll be the most trained one. So that's right. Honestly, the thing winning. I fear the most about Conrad slapping me is his piss poor aim. Like yeah, I just imagine me get a finger in the eye or something. Yeah. Maybe I have to wear goggles. Yeah, it's not a slap at this point. He just pretends to slap you and this goes like that. Imagine him like slapping someone. <laughs> he wanted it's me to be weird. on my knees. <laughs> what? Yeah, it the got heck? weird. <laughs> it did get weird. He's like, he's like, you have to be on your knees. I'm like, look, first of all, what? no, absolutely not. <laughs> Why but does secondly, he want you on your knees? I don't know, but I was like, I was like, I don't want you like at my belly button when I'm yeah. doing this. I want I want to look you, you know. He's not knighting you. I mean, well, he, want, he wants to make him fall to the floor. I think he just wanted us oh, to be... The, afterwards. I, I think he just wanted us to be the same height. And I was like, look, uh, if you want somebody on the ground, you don't have to worry about that. I'm going to I'm gonna handle it. Yeah, you have better leverage. You're taller. Yeah, yeah. that's unlucky. It's unlucky for him. He got yeah. genetically... Just grow. 
unfortunate on this one. Well, I'll offer the the receiver of the slap uh, my taser. <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> I don't like this taser idea at all. All Conrad right. Conrad said he was going to get tased, and he never did. Who? By the way, Conrad said he would. Conrad get says tased. a lot of things. Why does he hate himself so much? What is he this? He said like? he was curious. There's nothing to be no, curious about. They, uh, Watch someone it. get tased. <laughs> Curiosity solved. That's like the ultimate stoic test. Did it, is to get tased and not, and not shit yourself. <laughs> and not flinch. The ultimate stoic test is stubbing your toe and just eating it. I mean, be like, have you ever been partially okay. electrocuted? Like, by no. something low voltage yeah it feels weird actually mildly it's it's not something that like you can just not react well, to a real stoic can right <laughs> we, we should try and land in yeah he's, he's no, probably not here in pennsylvania Listen, yeah. but that's that's one. exactly <laughs> what i've i was alluding to have you ever touched an right. electric fence no oh yes, yeah. my, when yeah. we got one when i was yeah. five it my brother kill you, but you know it'll wake you up my brother was like 13 or 12 and he was like put this on your neck on your neck yeah <laughs> the fuck? so put, i put it on my neck and then he's like okay now walk to me <laughs> and i remember doing it because i was like oh like i, I was I wanted... like a shock collar yeah yeah oh, okay. and i was just like <laughs> you put <laughs> so, it on like the fullest voltage so we would, we would go sled riding at a farm and <laughs> so mean uh and they had electric <laughs> fences to keep the cattle in and we never knew if they were on or not sometimes they were sometimes oh, the, they weren't yeah i've, I've seen only one I, way to find out yeah, uh, I learned later that you could just like, like spit on them, and kind of hear a sizzle. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's smart. But I learned that after doing it the hard way. Yeah, of, it got you of just giving it the. It, like, the funny thing is, yeah, like, you go in like he, ET he on it as as if it's gonna make a difference <laughs> whether know. or not you just grab it or like touch it. It doesn't matter, man. The point of contact just knocks you on your ass. It's like a hand in the hot pan. You know, you have to try. Yeah. You have to see if it's actually hot. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta learn the hard way. Yeah. Uh, but it never stopped us. Even if it was on, we found ways around. You know, you could just climb the post that the... What were you trying to get to? There's a giant hill that we would sled ride down. Oh. It was great. Mm, Moreland Dangerous. Manor. Yeah, Moreland Manor. Shout out. Very wholesome. Very wholesome. All right. On uh, Every Monday, we put out a Twitter prompt. Today is Twitter Tuesdays. We're going to go ahead and read your response to this prompt. Yesterday was, what are your toxic traits when playing poker? Hmm. We got some... We got some we got some responses that I'm certainly guilty of. This one, this one's personally my favorite. Saying "nice call, buddy" after they call my overbet turn jam and bink their gut shot straight through. I've nice been call, there. Buddy. I think I do this to Oaken at least like once a week. A nice call, buddy. Just a nice call, nice call, Oaken. Good, good fucking call. You're the best. I'm never winning the pot when like I say my this. My version of that is like didn't expect to see that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You, like you yeah, find. I, I wasn't. One. I wasn't expecting that hand. It's like the. It's like you the idiot. <laughs> like the, you got. Like you got me. Or something like things along those lines where you don't actually win, but yeah. you feel. You feel like you have to say something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I. like to. Where's the stoic in you, Brat? I like to give them the, <laughs> the the like can't really tell if it's a compliment type of response. Be like. Well, that was courageous. I know. I or that was unconventional. Interesting, interesting <laughs> you line. You don't see that one a lot. Yeah, that was a that was an you don't see that interesting one every day. line. It just means like you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, people <laughs> still do that. 
Uh, oh, you're bringing it back. <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing it back. Yeah. Bringing it back. The old lip raise under the gun with aces, eh? <laughs> so this is this is one that I don't. <laughs> bringing it back is actually really yeah, good. Yeah, that one's <laughs> really good, actually. Yeah. I'm really good at being passive aggressive. Might have, to, <laughs> might, might have to take might have to take that one to the streets. This is this is one that I don't have to deal with uh, personally because we get catered food, which is nice. But I have seen some things. I I think. Recently, maybe as recent as like a year and a half ago, a guy was eating a salad with his hands yes, at the table. Hand salad was real at the Venetian. Uh, so hand shout salad. out to what? Kevin uh, Geisner. He says eating hot dogs or sorry, eating Chicago style hot, hot dial. dogs. <laughs> hot dial. <laughs> eating Chicago style hot dogs, both hands, no napkins, while berating fish, refusing to straddle and justify not tipping dealers as it cuts too deeply into my hourly. That uh he seems like very specific. That? Come I, on. I think bro. I think he missed the assignment. <laughs> Who let bro cook? I think he Who missed the assignment. Cook? That's that's not a toxic trait. That is the definition of a shit rag. Yeah. Just like yeah. it's not a trait. It's just who you are. Yeah, that that just that's an inner person. I had someone tell me to order two drinks at once so I'd only have to tip one dollar. Wow. And I was like, I'm not doing that. That's if I not, ordered two, yeah. I'm tipping two. W- was it Kessler? You can no, just you can out him. It's, okay. it it's, all right. it's all right. It was Kessler. Did he give you a refill cup to fill up? No, it wasn't Kessler. By the way, Kessler probably gets free drinks. As a poor kid who well, uh, who couldn't afford anything back in the day, when I would have the luxury of going to the movies, which was rare, they had free refills on their large popcorn. So I would save the bag, and I was young and dumb and didn't realize like butter molds. So I would take a moldy bag. <laughs> That's bad. Damn. To get more fucking popcorn. He was literally moldy, bro. Lula broke. I mean, in my call it not back in back in my days, the one two live casino days when I'd play uh, Coconut Creek, I would bring like one liter bottles of water in my backpack. So I didn't have to tip for the small waters. I'd bring I like three it. liter bottles. Bro, those tips add up whenever you're playing small states. I mean, I bring states. like my water bottle, but Yeah, that's not to avoid the dollar tip. Yeah. Dustin over here comes. D- Dustin like your water bottle. It's more so just so I because like there's a lot of times when you just won't see a waitress for like yeah. whatever. So yeah, yeah. and then I get thirsty and cranky, so. And then I ma- <laughs> I made it a game uh as to how many small little water bottles I could get for as minimal as possible. I got Ten for two dollars. You're a scumbag. This was when I was playing one two live. I was poor. Okay, Kessler. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Toxic boy. Toxic Kessler. <laughs> it wasn't toxic. It wasn't toxic. It was actually You're a bad guy. It wasn't toxic. They actually wanted to do it. It was kind of. It was like fun. They wanted. Yeah. They wanted to no, scam. It wasn't, it wasn't taken. It wasn't taken negatively. Right. Because you were uh, a little kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the poor little baby. They were nice What's to me. Though. Though. They, like, they were thought nice you were special needs. That's why. Oh man. They didn't think that. I'm starting. To, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to realize as I read these, I'm guilty of fucking all of them. Oh, minus, I think we all. Minus the hot dog one, but. Cat I mean, is unreal. She's amazing. I she, love her. She's here to have fun. Ow. <laughs> That's uh, what don't show her love, she'll bite you. <laughs> she, she's like Chauncey. Uh, she Gary, literally is like Chauncey. Gary Ropper says his toxic trait is playing just one more round eleven times. Mm. I can't tell you how many times I've done this and the amount of That's times not toxic I, though. That's great. The amount of times you've made money in those eleven rounds. Never. Uh, no, no, never. No. Never. Like, okay, fine. I'll leave on my button. Oh, I'm already at high. All right, leave on my next button. And then you're just like, <laughs> you're just like getting more and more tired. Later, <laughs> this also applies to taking a piss. All right, whenever I, yeah. when the blinds come, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And then you look at your phone, and you're in the small blind. You're like, God damn it. One more round. I know. Let's go. Yeah. Or like, uh, That's not really toxic. Though. Not leaving when stuck. That's a common yeah. one. Like, yeah, you're, yeah. like you say, you're going to go home, you get stacked, you stay for like two hours. Yeah. Here's another one. Robbie River Trollin says, I call rivers. 
toxic trait. That is. Yeah. Live toxic as fuck. Yeah. Live yeah. toxic toxic to your bankroll. Yeah. yeah. The toxicity is high on this one. And uh, I've died many, many, many deaths. Yeah, but rivers. now you're still here. I'm like, if I just never a called cat. a river raise in my whole life, I'd be a millionaire. So rich. You wouldn't be playing 1-3, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Capello says, I don't know if it's toxic, but I show pics of the kids to get extra fold equity. Kid pics? <laughs> I think that might be a good one to like get bluffed less. Yeah. Or it's, more. No, I heard this guy at my table that was like... I would bluff a dad like, way more. Yeah, but you would like, bluff anyways. True. He played a hand with this guy and because they had been chatting and then he like really gave up a river and was like, I don't really bluff people I've been chatting with. And then like the next hand, he like bluffed me on the river, but I called because I hadn't been chatting with him. Right, right. So, and he was bluffing. So I was like, okay. I... <laughs> I don't chat immediately look for the married guy and the guy with kids to start bluffing for sure have to yeah you bluff have to bluff the guy that respects them, money yeah. yeah you got to go after the person who the money matters to yep. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Once they tell you, once they tell you, money yeah. matters. It's just like, yeah. And then I just remind them that, like, by you can call- usually tell though without them even like, because they'll oh, yeah. they'll buy in like yeah. kind of short, yeah. and then they'll be like really like locked in whenever they put like a limp in. Yeah. <laughs> and then I try to remind them too that by calling they'll be taking food out of their kid's mouth. You say that right up right, immediately. That's toxic. Just like, for sure, yeah. just, like this is mid river bluff. You just, yeah, like, just, like, just remember if you call, like this is rent money. Ju- just remember if you call, this is Timmy's college fund. Yeah. You're, you're gonna want to pass on this one. <laughs> What's Timmy gonna say but when do you, you broke? say that when you want to call or not? I, I'm balanced. Oh, you know, okay. I just always say. It. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's always, it's just always a good one, right? That way, if they fold, I just get to tap the table and win. And if they call and I actually have it, I go. I warned you, bud. Yeah. yeah. I warned you. You okay. know, a little emotional hedge there. I warned there. you, bud. I warned you. Tell Timmy I said, yeah, fuck off. Yeah, what's, what's Timmy going to do now that he's poor? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I was kind of joking about this, but kind of not, uh, especially because there are certain characters in my game that lean very hard left or very hard right. And there are times where when they're in the game together, it's oh, just no. it's just a matter of time before it comes up. So sometimes I like to be the one to stoke the fire. Of course you do. And I bring up <laughs> politics and religion simply for my own entertainment. Yes. That's no. pretty oh, good strategy. Well, the emotions riled at the table. Tell me more about He's January sixth than how it was all conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> tell me more. It's always like the richest white guy too yeah. that is just like these fucking libs and they're January 6th. Uh, name me another president who's gone to court over having an affair. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, yeah. you know, that's couple, you know, not all of them stormed the Capitol, but whatever. <laughs> didn't, didn't they impeach uh, uh, Clinton over that? They did, but he yeah. survived. He made he it. Survived. He is alive. He made it he up. He has not end. passed away. I mean, technically, <laughs> Trump did too. Yeah, Nick, Nikki's toxic trait isn't very. It's actually a wholesome trait, and one that Aww. I think the audience can relate to. Playing fives from any position and calling any raise. She loves fives. I also call bullshit. <laughs> I mean, that's fine though, right? Yeah, you it's have a pair. pair. Pairs are hard to make. Well, uh, you're also ahead yeah. of a lot of stuff. That's what I mean. It's hard to make, and I want to see her actually be all in for like 200 big blinds with fives. Yeah, fair. I call bullshit, Nikki. <laughs> Free. Yeah. There's a Lizzo line. Who does that pre? Well, calling any position in any race. Oh, you mean like she opens and someone just like jams 200? Or, or you know, like three bet, four bet comes back to her and she has to call it all off. I call. She doesn't do it. 
Oh, she her calls jams trade, with fives. Her toxic trait is lying. Okay. Yeah, that, that is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you weren't a liar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a toxic trait. <laughs> I think mine is like folding face up. Mm. It's just like... Like continually? Not continually, but I do it when I'm annoyed at somebody yeah. because I'm like, you're so never buffing that I'm just going to fucking show you, idiot. And it's like... I don't need to do that really. Yeah. I, I try <laughs> yeah. to be strategic with it, but I, I know the feeling that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, like you're not getting me. Look. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, like relax. Mine mine is <laughs> mine is when <laughs> there are a couple characters in the game that love to show bluffs to me. And they don't understand that it only works when their bluff was literally the best hand. But for some yeah. reason I have to tell them. Yeah. Yes, I know. Right, like because like, I didn't get one over. Bro, you. you can't. King right, High was the, the nuts there. I know. You only oh, had the best hand, so it's yeah. like a ni nice value bet, bro. Right, it's like I, I just always reply with, "What do you think I folded? What do you think I?" I will folded? say I don't lie though. When I'm like, when I, because there's sometimes I think people will lie and be like. You had the best hand. I yeah. don't lie and say you had the best hand. Me either. And no one I, believes I me. I can't help but say it. <laughs> no, <laughs> same. Same. 100% the same. And no one believes that I'm not lying. Like, yeah. like there's a, a player in particular who constantly loves to show me bluffs, but I also think he's like really nitty when he goes for thin value. And there have been spots where like I call, like I side call with hands that are so happy to call like trips or something like that, where like I bet call a river raise, but it's never fucking good. Yeah. And then they show like, you know, trips with the nut kicker and i fold and they start making fun of me saying i called with like fourth pair and i'm just like obviously i had king jack and it was like king king like, x didn't. Like, oh yeah of course you had king jack and it's like so annoying you idiots i bet and then call do you really think i didn't have trips but i feel the need to like really, i know uh, you, it's an ego thing yeah i don't yeah i don't get it didn't um didn't airball like uh, windmill a bluff in your face, and you, it was the best hand. You like casually pulled your hand back out of the muck and like you're six seven him. or some shit. Didn't I had, si I had yeah. six seven in a five bet pot. Wait, yeah, a five bet pot where he bet bet jammed on uh, on five four four. You missed a huge draw or something. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, oh, sorry, it was five four deuce ten ten, and mm -hmm. I had flopped an open ended straight flush draw with uh, yeah. seven six of hearts. And or seven six of spades maybe, and he bet bet jammed with king eight of hearts, which was nothing on the flop. I think he turned a backdoor heart draw, which for <laughs> what it's worth, like I was so happy he windmilled it in my face because this is the hand that like three bets like two percent of the time and never five bets. And I look at it, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> Bring <Yeah>. it back. <laughs> and like that was the one time where I didn't even say a, a fucking peep because it's like I don't know what hand he thought that I was gonna be folding there that King Eight wasn't beating, but I just ever so casually reached in the muck. It wasn't even like a panic or anything like that. Just really slowly reached in the muck, grabbed my two cards, and just tabled seven six of spades. <laughs> this is like, were you value betting there, big guy? Like, would you think I was gonna fold queens? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not how this works um all right mm. we have two major topics to get to uh are we still doing topic toxic traits or no no but you can I think, you I can think, tell me yours if you would like i think mine is suited wheels ace four ace five <laughs> for sure we know that why is that toxic though like you like you open like you see a three bet from someone and you know that they're being too tight and you still four bet them 
Or the chip leader opens with 10 left in the 888 bracelet event and you have ace four suited in the big and just... It's a pure jam. It's just good poker. (laughs) That's not toxic. (laughs) (laughs) It's not toxic. What's toxic is pretending that's bad poker. Uh, So we're the toxic ones. Well, you're the stoic. (laughs) Yeah, unlucky. Stoics aren't toxic. That's right. That is true. They're zen. They are within. Yeah, they're enlightened. That's right. The, yeah, Zen. On a higher plane, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, head in the clouds. Yeah. I don't think so. Because, like, the people that are that way, they don't the think sand. that way. Like, what the people that are Zen don't say they're Zen. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's, oh. that's interesting. Oh. Well, like, no one would say they're so Zen, they're zen because let's, that's arrogant. Let's unpack. Yeah, you're right. Wow. You, you would say that's egotistical, that's weird. even. Yeah, no one's, I don't call myself Zen. Oh. Huh. We should unpack that someday. <laughs> all right (laughs) this is toxic see you're a toxic friend you're a bad guy oh man you're a bad guy someone clip that someone clip that we're gonna go back to it one of these days (laughs) maybe that'll be next tuesday's twitter uh thank you guys all for chiming in on twitter tuesdays we'll be giving you another prompt next monday what happened here (laughs) (laughs) uh we got two more uh big topics to get to what do you guys want to go to first poker or poker adjacent let's do poker last so poker adjacent okay yeah. okay poker adjacent really feel good story uh that had a hundred ways that it could have ended poorly hashtag positivity yes hashtag positivity um the one and only stapes my man who is actually out here right now i believe maybe he maybe it was yesterday but he's here for the world series of comedy uh doing a set in vegas he had a very uh, wholesome story to tell on Twitter yesterday that I thought was worth bringing attention to, especially because of the twists and turns here of where it all could have went wrong. And I have to tell you, having read this, I think it's actually pretty courageous that he was ever public with it because having been catfished myself, never for money, but for... Uh, for, for love for well, maybe more for lust i know like that sinking feeling of wanting to run it through another filter of like hey am i getting fucked here kind of thing so weird i've never like had this feeling before oh you should talk to marley about it she she got she scammed got catfish? oh yeah she did she get got scammed, scammed by the irs yeah 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 Wait, what happened the irs scammed her for love there, there was a scam going around like five years ago and to be fair like uh when it happened to me, I immediately called my lawyer and I was like, Hey, uh, I'm getting phone calls saying that I owe outstanding back taxes. Like, is this ever a thing? He's like, the IRS will literally never call you. Yeah. Um, but it stopped with me with like the machine recording or they'll just send you emails and shit. They're letters, letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which they're not even good at that. I, I, (laughs) I had a, their, their system had been down for a couple months to pay, to make online payments i remember this and i had um uh i had like a previous year's taxes oh. where i owed a small amount that i was paying monthly because i i got it like a cheap interest or whatever so i was just letting it pay off yeah and for whatever reason the automatic payment like stopped happening but i assumed it was still going so i log into my tax account to just like pay it off because it was becoming an annoyance <laughs> and i look and i'm like five months defaulted and they never yeah. told me i never heard a peep they just, you know, let it happen. And it's like, Until oh, this, when, is, this is a nice little racket. You get arrested eventually or what? I don't, I don't know if you actually ever get arrested. I don't know. You more is so it get even just... real IRS or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with yes. Yeah, don't test that. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens with Connie. <laughs> 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 he 
he's still with us in 10 years. I'm yeah. going to say no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's your litmus test is if Conrad's around. Yeah. But uh, so the way this whole thing shook out was, um, well, I, I actually don't really follow how he met this person to begin with, but uh, the tweet starts with a few months ago, I asked you find people mostly of Twitter, uh, sorry, mostly of poker Twitter uh, for some help. I gave a brief rundown of the story of a man named Kay. Um, and then he actually divulges his real uh, name. It's Owen. Well, I'm not going to do that. We're not. We're not. Where doing did this. he find this guy? That's the part I'm. I'm kind of unsure of. Locking in. Good job, Landon. Uh, and it seems. It seems he just became aware of him. He was an English interpreter in just Afghanistan. Became aware of it. Well, I, I don't <laughs> know. There's a back. Sentient? There's a backstory. Yeah, enlightened to his existence. Okay. I mean, there's obviously a backstory of how he became aware of his situation. I just uh -huh. don't know what it is. Okay. He doesn't really divulge it. Um, but he said he was an English interpreter in Afghanistan and was left behind when the U.S. bailed. So, Lamanna, correct me if I'm wrong. The U.S. pulled their troops 18 months ago-ish? It was, was it longer? It was in Afghanistan. It was uh, August of 2021. Okay, so, like, yeah, a little over. Like about 20, two years. About two okay, years, about yeah. yeah, about two years ago. Um, so it seems as though he had gotten a job in Afghanistan but was left behind when we bailed and was kind of just there to struggle um Stape said that at first he sent a small amount of money that would go a long way towards putting food on the table uh school clothing for his kids um and this happened a few times over the course of 18 months uh from there he was applying for and was granted a student visa in the UK so Stapes wanted to help him out he needed more money uh, and at this point he said, to be honest, it, I was putting everything that I had sent him on a credit card. I figured it was worth it if I could save a person's life, especially yeah. somebody my own government had fucked over. So obviously like, that's where we as outsiders, Tinder swindler vibes. yeah, we get a little nervous because <laughs> it's like, my enemies are after me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now he needed a big fee for university of Kent. Uh, and Stapes was basically saying that he was kind of overextended. So he reached out to the poker community. Unsurprisingly, everybody came through in under an hour, ended up receiving more than he had asked for. And he sent the rest to K again. This had the telltale signs of a scam how right out of the this, playbook. How does this end up? Well, <laughs> it's crazy, right? Um, <clears throat> And Joe says, I know because a few unkind, ungenerous people felt the need to dismiss it as such in the in the thread. I think maybe that's a little that's, unfair. I think it's reasonable to be skeptical. Me, unkind and ungenerous. <laughs> yeah. I, this to me is like, whoa. I, I, I think it's very reasonable to be <laughs> yeah. a skeptic whenever you're dealing with people on the internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This Plus actually one. reminds me of I don't Lamanna watched Newsroom. I don't know if either of you two have. If you I've haven't, highly recommend it. Very good show. Very but good. There's yeah. a point where they have an informant it, during the Egypt riots. Uh, obviously this was you know dramatized it wasn't real but mm -hmm. um you know probably mirrored things that happened in real life they had an informant in in egypt during the uh riots that was like reporting back and obviously that was considered to be um a treason to the to the egyptian government mm -hmm. so they just like were in contact with him they were trying to keep him safe he was an informant yada 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 and then they just like lose all contact with him for a long period of time and there was this heavy emotional investment and this guy's well-being and his security and all this other stuff it turned into a feel-good story in that show as well where eventually he was able to get out and seek amnesty um she's fighting my she's fighting my tit <laughs> she, you're mommy no, now stop yeah. trying to breastfeed it's fucking weird you are mommy you're mommy now 
so from there, it seems as though like <laughs> Stapes wanted to cover his own trail or cover his own ass a little bit, and he wanted to pay for the school directly so that he couldn't be taken advantage of in a, a potential one-off or whatever. But it sounded like there were a lot of hoops to jump through, um, and that when push came to shove, time was expiring, he ended up sending the money directly to Kay. All of this to just say, he's reporting now that uh, his friend is no longer in hiding. He's made it to the University of Kent. He sent uh, follow-up photos of him on campus, uh, you know, his student ID, and all the other proof that you would need. So, wow, he's cooking. This is all kind of just like a big thank you, it seems, from uh, Stapes to the community for helping. Uh, it does seem like you know he might have put himself in a little bit of financial duress throughout this whole process, uh, but you know... It's a it's a very courageous thing to do when you believe in a cause and in a person where you could very easily be getting fucked. Is this fucked. like when you're when you mm-hmm. say at the table that's no. like something was courageous? No, no, no. I actually think that this is because okay. uh that's I th- courageous. I think he could have gotten fucked over in a myriad of ways, and I also think it's one of those things where when you're going through this there's uh, a bit of an onus to take it on all of yourself hmm. because the risk is so high. So yeah. you aren't really communicating with a lot of people who may be naysayers and sway you in the other direction. Yeah. You also are like probably not asking for um, more community help, yeah. which means that he takes on a bigger portion he of the financial though, right? burden. He did at one point, but it sounds like he still took on a pretty pretty high financial I burden. I mean, you're effectively gambling with your public rep at this point. Yeah. To some degree, yeah. Like a, lot, like a big degree, right? The guy scams, and now it's like, okay, you promoted a scam. Whether the intent right. was that you did or not, that's what happened. Yeah, that's fair. And that's then, very like, fair. And I think he recognized that. That's why he kind of said, like, when it came to the big stuff, he put it all on his credit card. Yeah, and, like, which is obviously, like, super great, but then no, if it doesn't... Is, is it great? I, I it, feel like that's probably not a good it's idea. It's just risky. Yeah, it's just highly risky, and, like, you're risking well, you're a just, lot. You're, put, you're putting yourself in a maybe bad spot Yeah. for something. Or why? Well, in Just this instance, you, you know, in. potentially to save the life of uh, a person and his family. Well, I guess that's kind of why these things go the way they do. And they call Tinder Swindler ask most of the stuff happens because most of the time it's bad. Everything like, starts from an emotional investment, correct. right? The yeah. Sarah McLaughlin commercials with the... With the the dogs yeah. dying in the background. Save this child. He's just got this huge extended thing, and they're like, Fly "Save away him." From here. Yeah. Yeah. ASPCA. Oh, great! See, I even remember that because of the fucking song. Right, that's true. Uh, but they get yeah, you. Yeah, that's the, the they they get you like the UNICEF model. It's it's all about getting you emotionally invested in having your money work for the betterment yeah, of another person. I feel like person. that stuff. Maybe I am a little too closed off to that kind of thing because I'm I'm whenever I see like a play a ploy at emotions I yeah. feel like oh what are they trying to get out of me? Well, you're right. They yeah. are trying to get yeah. something out of you. <laughs> they are trying to yeah. get yeah. Everybody's. But maybe sometimes it's they're actually well. They do help, do good. They do do good, but it's a matter of like how efficient and effective is it? Yeah. Um. And honestly, I think that this is a big reason why effective altruism, even though. A lot of people may uh, paint it in a negative light. I can't hear that without thinking of SBF anymore. Yeah, that's that's kind of true. Uh, <laughs> I think there are a lot of people who paint uh, effective altruism in a negative light, but the, <laughs> well, because of that, now certainly the the problem with doing that is not looking at the counter, which is uh, just general charity. Yeah, and how horribly ran the vast majority of yeah, them like are. Yeah, like the CEOs get 
you know, 800K a year. Yeah, the effectiveness of a dollar donated. Just taking taking home a million dollars a year. The effectiveness of a dollar donated to a charity is incredibly low compared to the emotional uh, attachment that they tried to have to you. Right. You donated, so you've given so much. They're selling you the the feeling of being a good person. Correct. A hundred percent. And they're pocketing the the vast, Yeah, the vast majority of that dollar donated (laughs) is, is... uh, you know, orchestrating that lie. People, uh, people get mad at poker markups, but emotional funeral markups. I mean, it's fuck, the same thing, honestly. Fuck, fuck poker markups. Look at the goddamn business markups. It costs like thirty cents to make most of the stuff we pay twenty bucks for. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of different though, because that's like wholesale. In, so. in that instance, you're talking about supply and demand. Yeah. Uh, and you know, margins are just going to be equivalent to whatever the demand is. Sure. But yeah, the emotional markups are way different, right? Because like now. You're not fulfilling a supply and demand exchange. No. You're just fulfilling like a personal an sense of entitlement. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they target people who I think like don't do their research and just want to feel good about themselves. So they're like, oh, easy donation, click. Like, I think right. that's probably their target. Right. Market. And the problem is where that branches off to, right? Because now, whenever you start to build scams off of this, who are the first people that get targeted? The elderly. Yeah. The you know the 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 people who. Uh, truly want to do good in this world because yeah. they have a heart, but also like you know aren't very financially responsible. Right, it's right. the weird in between of doing what you feel like is great, but if you're one of those people, you're going to do the most for any, almost any cause. Yeah, because you kind of have that, you have that part of you that wants to be able to help or feel like you are helping. Right, where in reality, it's most of the time not going where you think it is. Well, in any event, this ends up being a really good feel-good story where it seems as though Stapes made a major impact on a, a person's life, and uh, I huge. think he demands a lot of accolades for that. Damn, that's uh, tough, right? Because like, what's the payoff besides like that certain help? Because if it goes poorly, like the downside is so much more than uh, yeah. well, for him personally, right? Sure, the upside in the sense of like helping someone and having really, that feeling. it would just be like, oh, another scam, and then everyone yeah. would forget. I mean, it depends on how you <laughs> measure things, like. No one would be like, he promoted a scam and he pocketed it too. I I feel like maybe there'd be like a few, but everyone, yeah, there, would, there, everyone just be, forgets about everything. There'd be a lot of grace. Like two days. There would definitely be a lot of grace extended, <laughs> I think. No one gives a shit about um, anything anymore. If you guys want to <laughs> see, see Stapes, he is here for the World Series of <laughs> Comedy. Uh, the next show tomorrow is at 6 p.m. I think that is it. Ooh, I want to say it's at the space, but I'm not positive. Um, but I'm sure if you guys just follow his twitter you'll be able to figure out where that's what he gets out of all this he gets a plug from us and a follow on twitter yeah man the dude needs a little fucking uh a little bit more of those ticket sales now he needs more laughs yeah well he he gets all the laughs you don't gotta sweat that um all right the big news today is gto wizard has now posted a um security protocol that they are putting in place the wizard uh fair play if you will now if you guys recall they recently acquired ruse which previously had a fair play check in place. Um, so I know a fair amount about the ruse. What's a fair play check? Uh, so the way that they were doing it is you could look up and see if a spot was checked uh, and try to align the timestamps. So, so if you played something that was like, oh, I think they used RTA, and correct. then you go and look at what time that hand was looked up. Yeah, you basically just look to see if that board uh, was studied at that time and where there's overlap. Mm-hmm. You can now use i assume like their their purpose behind it was you could use them to state the case to the operator that's pretty sick because now like the whole double computer setup doesn't work because of time 
Correct. Well, it doesn't work for it doesn't work if you're using Wizard Correct. as your as your RTA. But if you still have a built cold, sure, if you have a lizard, that's if gonna you have happen. A lizard. Yeah. <laughs> I love using I love using like the counterpart like GTO Lizard. It's like the the Kermit hooded Kermit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah. Um. So I imagine that they're basically taking that former fair play check and just building off of it. Uh, it seems as though um, currently what they have in place is you could check and see if any solve spot in GTO Wizard uh, was done in what time. I'm not positive this is strictly the database lookup, strictly the AI, or both. Um, so I guess I would like to hear a little bit of clarity on that, but I imagine it encompasses both. Um, they're also integrating with poker sites, partnering with poker operators to attempt to f uh, thwart off future treating. Uh, based off of the Phil Nagy tweet, I'm pretty co confident that ACR is one of their partners. So it looks as though moving forward, uh, oh, sick. they're going to work, they're going to work hand in hand <laughs> with ACR. That's nice. Um, like, assuming like, cause also the whole stigma of like ACR bots, this, that, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know that bots matter. Uh, and botting is way different. Sure, but if someone thinks someone made an RTA bot and then you look at hand, well, not in the sense of hand lookup because the bot will play that way, right? but you could check the database sample and say, hey, okay, these yeah. hands are played at this time. I will say this, um, you know, I, I, we're, we're working on some things uh, behind the scenes uh, as far as like reporting, but I do know that uh, a, big, a big chunk of those, you know, large stables and what have you that were accused of RTA in the past we're largely encouraging their their new entry level players and whatnot to be utilizing GTO Wizard in real time, whether it was actually to RTA or just to look up a spot immediately after it happened, to be determined, I guess. But uh, it was being used in a nefarious way, but very sparring or sparingly, right? It's just like in the biggest pots, in three bets, four bet pots, like this will get you better by training in game. Question. Yeah. How do you feel about looking up stuff after the hand was played? Let's say you look at call wizard and like wizard would do preflop or postflop stuff, and then you make your preflop decision, and then you don't look at the chart, and then the hand is over, and then you instantly look at the chart. I mean, I think it's fine, but I also just think that the security for these online sites shouldn't allow it. Like, it should just be one of those things where, like, if I open Zoom while I'm on WSOP, it kicks me off, just boots me off the client. Okay, so how do you deal with double computer in that instance? Well, if you're using a double computer, you're probably not doing it to study. <laughs> right, but how would they know that you're double computing? I, I you, they don't, but that I don't think that's a reason to not create a fail safe, right? You're like, saying the fail, but as, as many layers as you may, I, I make people jump through as many fucking hoops as possible. Like if they need a second computer to cheat, like good. I'm not saying that this is perfect, but that's better than them not needing a second computer to cheat. Right. I wonder if they could do something. Well, more, guess, com more computers you have are better. Multiple computers, and you use like a VPN on one, then you could have different IPs. I was just thinking, like, I wonder if there's a way they can Server link it. your IPs of your multiple computers. But then, right. if people live in the same house, then it'll be, you know. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> right. it's the, the, it's obviously tricky and slippery. But what I am learning more as we dig deeper and deeper into online cheating is that though RTA is a bit of a threat specifically because it's going to continually improve and become more accurate and more accessible the the real threat to the to the stability of online poker in my opinion is collusion rings multi accounting uh card sharing like these things just derive so much grander of a win rate and they're easier 
sort of. Well, I mean, in the sense of like called Circle of Trust. You don't have to make an RT. I don't know. What do you do? You make it? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's a <laughs> lot of ways that you can. The the thing is like. If you can get a functioning RTA, it's a one one and done type thing, right? Like, sure, maybe getting a proficient one built is a little bit taxing, but that's becoming less and less true day over day, year over year. Um, the issue with collusion is that, like, you know, it takes it takes a, a core group of people to do it. Mm-hmm. You can't just do it as a as a lone individual. And cheating is always going to be more efficient as one of one rather than uh, you know one of many. Yeah. So. You know, it's definitely not easier to collude and card share and multi-account and all that stuff. There's a lot of fucking hoops you have to jump through to do it. And there's a lot of people you have to keep silent. But right. it's way more efficient. Or it's, it's a different... Well, you have, different, you have a different problem set. How so? Like, in the sense of keeping people quiet versus, like, having a software. Not like, just keeping people quiet. You also have to acquire accounts. You have to find ways to wash the money. You have to continually recycle... Uh, these accounts as they get banned as you know they become known cheating or, or whatever the case may be there's a lot of uh there's a lot of moving parts to running a good collusion ring but again the ev gain from collusion ring is yeah the efficiency of it is just significantly higher than uh one person on their computer one person RTA. yeah i know like there's a couple of people i talked to during covid who were playing like the high stakes and not the the consensus I got was like, if you're smart enough, well, this was back before, I guess GTO Wizards like a little bit easier form of quote unquote RTA, but they're like, if you're smart enough to have RTA, you're like probably good enough to beat the games, but, but it's more concerning when there's small fields, MTTs, and then there could potentially be like, you know, a third of the field is like sharing cards or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. You know, uh, again, I don't want to. I don't want to divulge too much, but um, like, yeah, thinking back to like the Bryn Ali thing when that broke, mm-hmm. uh, the things that they were being accused of, which, for what it's worth, like in a large part, um, I think Martin was dismissed as a credible witness, and like the Bryn thing kind of just went away. Frog poison. But I think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's like playing and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and. The, but he didn't really like get there was no proven like cheating thing it was more that he was running a weird cult no but there right? was there was a lot of proven things like we know that he took over oh that's right with the lauren lauren's yeah. account and joel's account and like we know for a fact that he was definitely running multiple accounts in the small field 25 case which the ev of that is time insanely high especially if they're card sharing right which you have to imagine that they were how many people were in those like 10 uh like 20, 25 yeah yeah that's kind of a lot for 25k yeah and like dude, oh. what was this, like, online, online? Yeah. yeah but not for not online? it was covid though it was that's like right. online running every single hour yeah. on the hour right because I, th- I think Ivan was honestly just so much I, I think honestly like and maybe we're a little bit to blame for this but the problem was is that the ollie thing broke at the exact same time as Bryn, and the big focus was on our on rta mm-hmm. and what we failed to understand is that ollie was running a stable and almost certainly multi-accounting a ton well he said he was process. in right. his video <laughs> right yeah he said that and then he said he did it the, again it was like it was the lesser then you guys of, pissed me off so i multied again <laughs> right and he said it like it was the lesser of the the two evils and yeah. it's not yeah. it just simply is not the multi-accounting is is mm. amplifications <laughs> more magnitudes more that's like the you prop up something that's not that important to hide the thing that's really important right <laughs> so it's like you know we we put a big emphasis on the rta because it was it was a little unknown the edges arrived at that point. And also we just recognized that Ali got great at the game, mm-hmm. likely through 
training through RTA while playing, etc. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to 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 dismiss how powerful RTA is. It's very fucking powerful. You know, if you're if you're a losing player, it'll take you to winning. If you're winning, it's like steroids in baseball, right? If you're good, it'll take you to great. If you're great, it'll take you to elite. And if you're elite already, you will be the best to ever play. Right. Right. Um, like but, PEDs. Yeah, but yes, yeah, just yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? You know what? I, I apologize, Matt. I'm sorry. Let us have the laugh, man. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> laugh it up, big guy. Thank you. Um, but, Fucking hell. That's my fault. But, uh, but like, you know, the card sharing, the colluding, the multi-accounting, that's one of those things where it's like, you could just take somebody who's brain dead mm-hmm. and insert them into the thing. And as right. long as they follow, follow instructions, yeah. they're, they're going to do just fine. And then if you layer them on top of one another where like you're you're adding additional layers like rta while colluding while card sharing etc cetera, etc cetera. Like, i mean right. you know this is well it's like at this point you'd rather have somebody that's not good at poker but trusts you extremely than having someone that's actually good at poker correct uh and not call it trustworthy right. yeah, yeah completely agree with that so you can just raise the floor uh gto wizards doing their best and i think that this is huge uh george tweeted something out today that i think is very notable uh basically saying like don't want to underplay how big of a deal this is um, you know, this is the the biggest and best software team in in the space right now, with effectively a monopoly on what other timelines uh, could potentially be, uh, as far as like the best cheating software. And they're choosing to work with sites in order to catch cheaters. So this shouldn't be underplayed. Uh, we don't know exactly like who they're working with, who they're not. I have fair certainty that like GG has their own develop thing within house and has notably uh, not wanted to work with third parties for many years. But uh, again, we'll just never really have oversight on that kind of stuff because it is a security issue um, or it it deals with security, I guess, which is going to kind of trend to leaving the public uh, out of the know. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think this is a really nice added layer that they plan on implementing custom GTO reports, which will help you detect superhuman play from your hand histories automatically Ooh. uploaded. So that's coming soon. That's cool. Yeah. I think that that would be nice. <laughs> They're always adding new shit. Like imagine you upload, <laughs> they are, They're imagine you upload update. like a hundred thousand, uh, hand sample mm-hmm. and it basically combs through it and finds a screen name that says X percent probability that this screen name was cheating you. That's right. Sick. So instead of only telling you you suck, it right. will also tell you if <laughs> you got cheated or if you just suck. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> right. I don't, like you're kind of hoping to see that someone's like, cheating yeah. you. Maybe I got cheated. Maybe I got cheated. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> like, Where are the cheaters, man? <laughs> I think this would be really fascinating. I'm not sure if any of the app games actually offer hand histories. Um, hmm. But if there are any out there, that would be really. I feel like it would. They probably wouldn't, right? <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, well, I, what I think you can do, they have hand logs. It would be really, call it barrier of entry, right? You could get all of the if hands. you could find a way to export the hands. You could scrape. Yeah, but scrape and then convert. You could find yeah. a way, right? Manually it, do if, it. If you could find a way to pull the hand histories from there, it would be really fascinating once this feature is unlocked to be able to run it through there and see like uh, what its detection rate is. But can, is it only detect, so it's detecting for like, superhuman like gto play not like it couldn't detect collusion or so something right obviously we're reading between the lines whenever it says detect superhuman play we're unsure if that means like playing is close to perfect I imagine the app games has a lot of collusion i'm yeah, agreed yeah but uh you know the same way that we're able to detect uh how closely to a perfect equilibrium somebody plays <laughs> 
I imagine would be able to detect how closely to making the highest EV decision in all nodes goes as well, right? Well, I'm thinking about it from the sense of, you know, if you put your stuff into a wizard database, it'll mm -hmm. tell you the percent accuracy. Yeah. It might tell you the percent accuracy of somebody else. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that that's obviously like Call what Melissa, superhuman what Melissa was saying, the definition of superhuman play would be. But I also think that there could very easily be a layer where uh, it just recognizes that somebody doesn't ever make low EV decisions. Right. right? Mm, like doesn't make a blunder? Uh, less or so doesn't make a blunder, but more so, um, you know, always chooses the low frequency option that, that comes with a higher EV. that would make it so that EV. you could have a separate database on each person that you play against. That's which true. Which they probably mm. won't do. Yeah, yeah, that's possibly true. Plus call it the collusion-esque type stuff. It's not going to be able to like... Well, they could, they, could, they could do it if it only gave you a oh. report back. So if instead of giving you like a full scouting report on your opposition, it just reported back cheater or not cheater. Uh-huh. Like if it just gave you a binary response. What if they're just really good? And just, then you just kept getting cheater, cheater, cheater. Well, I don't that's what I mean. Like obviously there has to be there a threshold. Be yeah. There has to be a threshold where it's no longer human. Yeah. Right? Right. Where it's like call it missing river bats, missing there's gotta be There has to be an inaccuracy rate. Humans have to have an inaccuracy rate. Yeah, well they also like I mean, they have so many hands that have been uploaded. Right. Like, they have so much data to go off of of human hands. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, I talked about this a little bit with Nick Howard um, sure and Chewy, and we were kind of saying, like, the MDA problem feels a little weird because we're not sure what should happen. All of the terms of services uh, are hard against MDA, mm -hmm. but none of them are capable of policing. Right. And Chewy was kind of making the case of, like, well, then we should just make it legal. And I was like, well, you kind of open Pandora's box if you do, because then it would just behoove GTO Wizard to now release a lookup database with all to the sell, MDA data. Yeah. yeah. Now you're selling, you're selling all of the stuff that they uploaded there. Like yeah, you, there's a weird, like... You sign a check mark, like anything yeah. you put on here can be used uh, in their own way, and then they do it. Well, not only that, they could just go out and purchase massive amounts of databases too, right? Like, yeah. they, could, they would overnight become the largest MDA platform. Right uh as well as it probably already could be with how many hands people upload right every day right now imagine if they took that times a thousand because they're just out there purchasing pool hand histories yeah. Yeah. so now prior. now like for instance whenever uh you go through the lookup database and you click like zoom 500 uh ranges and you want to comb through a spot now it could be like Zoom 500 rages according to mass pool data. Right. Where now you come through the spot. According and, to this site's data. And, and it, lays, it lays two responses over top, right? Yeah. So you get to see the equilibrium response, and then you get to see the deviations pool, based yeah, off of the pool. pool exploit. Correct. Yeah. And then you could play against pool. Exploits, right. Wow, that's crazy. Well, I mean, there's sick. like the crazy, not crazy, because when also when it comes to pool people are going to be different in the pool. So it's not going to be like the fail safe answer, yeah. right? Someone in the pool you might have, have your brain. Yeah. You have to use your brain. Cause some people might have a turn probe of 70%. Some people might have I 20. I almost think it, I almost think it takes it back full circle to, um, leveling the playing field a little bit more because if Having you Having this entire thing. Yeah. Like releasing MDA, because now, mm. uh, if we just lay it out, lay all our cards on the table kind of thing. Um, I think what it does is it allows people to, adjust according to the ebbs and the flows of the pool it's a different skill set like it's another skill set in poker right data data analysis in a different way yeah it's a different skill well you don't need to analyze anymore if gto wizards doing it for you well you do in the sense of execution like you don't have to comb through it but if you know someone's turn probe is something you have to change your ranges 
Yeah, right. what I'm getting at is like GTO Wizard would basically become a massive HUD for anybody who used it. And uh, figuring out how to apply strategic alterations according to that HUD is obviously going to be, call it a skill, but it Where won't be... people are deviating from pool, right. but still it's kind of like a thin... But it won't be a deeply developed skill. It's one that like we could, for instance, make training videos on and people could derive a lot from that. But why I think it's fascinating is because then what it does is... Uh, it creates a pool that is constantly in flux. Yeah, well, everyone so it's has constantly to keep changing. deviating and redeviating. Um, the only trouble that I think I would see if I were projecting out into the future is that the pool constantly iterating on itself like that would essentially drive strategy closer to a zero equilibrium faster. It would drive it to zero in the sense of people trying to not get exploited and imbalances well, happening but theoretically that's what's happening now no it's not that's the point is because pool exploits exist and some are sharp on them and others aren't it's remaining constant you're saying it's removing the edge from the people that are sharper on them it's not that it's removing the edge it's now making the pool aware of the fact that nobody's playing perfectly or whatever and it's putting, it's giving you vision over how they're imperfect. So right now we just know that nobody's playing perfectly and it ends there. Well, people are trying to, but can't. Whatever. Either way, you make a hard decision of I'm either going to try to play theoretically sound or I'm going to try to play theoretically sound and also take advantage of people who are not, right? Right. But the second you put eyes on exactly where they're not theoretically sound, what happens is the sharp people will then start to iterate. Right, so they'll say, "Okay, the pool is doing X, while theory is doing Y." Right, the new meta is check raise flops always. Start opening to like three different open sizes. Yeah, so so now the trends will start to shift into pool exploits. Limpin's coming back, <laughs> bringing and, it back. I see. So, <laughs> so as the trends as the trends gravitate into pool exploit exploits, people will mimic, mm-hmm. and the pool will continue to iterate on itself. So basically, what happens is you speed up the process of having to push everybody back to a theoretically sound strategy. Eventually, the theoretically sound strategy will be the only thing that that can perform, and then eventually, it will be the only thing that breaks even. I don't like all this. It's really fascinating, Hmm. and it's kind of inevitable. Yeah, I know, Hmm. but it's just like, well... I just hope we have some time before Neuralink Well, I mean, you're gonna, like, if you play live cash, you're going to be fine. This is just for the online. I know. That's right. what I'm saying. I hope we have some time before Neuralink comes out. Well, so that's the beauty of... I don't need of, them to have data in their fucking brain chip. <laughs> I say this all here. the time about live, about live mm-hmm. cash, but that's why live is, is kind of so beautiful because no one will ever be aware of the pool exploits. So we're just stuck <laughs> in that phase of you either choose to play theoretically sound or you choose to understand theory and then just try to maximally exploit everybody around mm. you. And it's like when you start adding in cold calls of three bets and four betting with, you know, a bunch of random hands and all this other, all this chaos, right? You just get to live then in this kind of beautiful freestyle world right, where it's where, like where other people aren't really practicing. Right. And if you, if you, if you're just diligent to like what is supposed to be theoretically sound, you just kind of like sit back and watch yeah. a bunch of car, cl- car mm. crashes. You just lose the least. How long yeah. do you think Hopefully. it would take before you your model of run it to zero until it actually goes to zero? I don't know because let's call I, it the 500 millimeter level. Yeah, I'm not sure because I don't think I have great understanding of the scope of how many hands are being played in this pool. But just looking at the past timelines, 
of how long it took to go from like uh where we were pre-black friday to now i imagine like half the time like i think i think a good a metric time machine <laughs> i think a good metric is just like looking at the half-life this feels like a a new era in poker it's like the pre gto wizard post gto wizard kind of you know because like yeah, if you pre look up post look up well there's like, like pre-black friday then there's here. pre then there's post black friday pre-solve yeah and that was still pretty stagnant you know, there was some growth, but it wasn't. There was Rocket Men brain solvers that won the most. Yeah. The 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 big thing was Private just solvers. the big thing was Black Friday was what was limiting people from playing higher stakes. That was the only reason why we saw the top kind of start yeah. to get eliminated slowly. But then there's post Black Friday post solvers, and I just think you start to see a big gap in the pools, right? Like you just don't see well two K and L to five K and L running all that often. What if they bring back online poker in the U.S. with this Stars Resorts World? uh it's just gonna short term short term boomer bust yeah like i just think eventually people that are playing online are just gonna like start studying but they have to you yeah. just have to so. have to start studying you're saying yeah, you just have to it's a barrier like, of entry at they're kind of doing it now uh yeah but not very much yeah i mean there's i the good thing is that like i think there's still win rate. people can still study and be bad I think more thing, mo like, there's just a very big, I think there's a huge difference between studying and being able to win and studying for the sake of, like, cope studying. Like, so many people study stuff, then they get in the spot, and it's like, oh, I remember studying this, but I can't execute. Oh. There's a difference between studying and execution. Oh, there's a, there's, yeah, there's an onboarding phase. Yeah, there's also a difference phase. between studying and, like, learning. Yeah, the, I think people can just sort of like go through the motions and not really, like, take anything in. In, in both instances, there's an onboarding phase, but eventually, like... You stop missing that spot. Yeah. You do. No. Eventually, anybody who's putting work in will will gradually get better, even if it's a slow process. Hmm. That's gonna do it for us today. Uh, thank you, Lamana. Even though we we drowned you out the last hour, appreciate you being here. You're you're gonna be back in studio tomorrow. Excluded. I'll be back in studio <laughs> on um, Thursday. Thursday. Jesus Christ, man! Take a fucking break, what? huh? I'm. I'm traveling. Come back tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> traveling day. Right. All right. That's going to do it for us tomorrow. As always is strat chat Wednesday. If you guys haven't been paying attention, we've been doing a weekly strat chat with the one and only Matt hunt. He will be here tomorrow at noon. Assuming that I don't have a Bellagio game, which as of now, that's the case. So we'll be back here tomorrow, 12 Pacific. Be sure to tune in. Uh, we're going to have a great topic for you. I'm not sure what that is yet, but I'm positive. Matt Hunt is going to have some thoughts. We'll see you guys all then. Peace. Bye-bye. Why did... Why did... I, this is the first...